guys and welcome back to Culture Plus Kingdom and Entrepreneurship Podcast. I am your host, Tamara. Today I will be talking to one of my good girlfriends, Janelle, owner of I Splurge. Janelle is the owner and creator of I Splurge. She is a mom, retired correctional officer, business owner, new author, and blogger, and now blogger. Janelle finds business ownership to be interesting and hard at the same time. Janelle is elated to see where this business venture will lead her. Wow, owner, author, and blogger. What a title. So how are you today, Janelle? Good, how are you? I'm good, good, good. So tell us about your brand, I Splurge. What? Well, I Splurge is a representation of myself, in a sense, because I really do splurge. <laughs> I really do splurge. Like, I've calmed down a lot. But I still really do splurge. So that's where the name came from. Um, I started off with T-shirts, with like really catchy slogans. And T-shirts will always be my first love because I just love words. I love words. Mm-hmm. They have powerful meanings. Mm-hmm. And so what do you actually sell? Is it So it's not just T-shirts. So you branched off a little bit now. So you sell kind of like a variety of everything. And I, yeah, and I like that because it's still a small curated, you know, collection, but it's not just one thing. So do you think like to survive in a business, sometimes you need to, um, branch out and, you know, sell a different thing. So you'd be able to meet a variety of people to serve a variety of people. I totally agree because every woman is different. We are mm-hmm. just all different. Some women don't necessarily like t-shirts per mm-hmm. se. Um, so what I sell is never going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really branched out, still sticking with my slogans. And then I had a little bit extra, you know, just simple pieces because that's what I call it. Simple is up to you to make them extra. Mm-hmm. So I denim jackets that also incorporate slogans with meaningful words and messages behind them along with um accessories and sweatshirts and biker shorts and track pants and sweatpants and things like that like so my brand basically only represents simplicity I like that. I like that. And you always say, right, put your extra, you know, you make it extra. So it's like you have like these staple pieces that they can make their own. Correct. Right. All right. So let's back it up a little bit. You had a totally different career path working in corrections. Once you retired from corrections, you started putting your plan into motion on launching your business. What made you want to start your business? To be honest, it was something I had thought about a few years prior to me retiring. Mm-hmm. And because um, I've always been into fashion, I've always been into clothes. My my love is, you know, definitely for fashion. I, I have my own style, so I never really follow trends per se, but I've always had a strong passion for fashion. Mm-hmm. So when I thought about, you know, starting a business, I was quite nervous about it you know I knew that it wouldn't be easy but it was something that I was interested in diving into right right so I splurge it's so catchy when you think of splurging you think of balling out dropping bags but one of your slogans is splurging affordably so we don't have to drop a bag to shop with you right 
Oh, most definitely not. <laughs> All right, that's what we want to hear. Okay. But I'm sure my listeners want to know, and so do I. What's the first big purchase that you splurged on? Do you mean like? Like whatever. Like just something that you really wanted, but the price tag was kind of hefty, but she was like, I'm going to get it. Like whatever that you know that you can think of that comes to mind. I'll say my house. I bought a house in 2003, mm-hmm. so that was my first big splurging purchase, not necessarily anything materialistic. Right, right. Okay, and that's good, too, because a lot of, you know, people wouldn't say that. They would say something, you know, like, you know, something that's brand name or something that has to do with fashion or a car or a car or something like that. So, I'm, you know, that's good that you said that. It kind of lets the listeners get a feel of you, you know, and where your head is and really what you kind of think is important, you know? Yeah, because splurging to me isn't necessarily about materialistic things. It could mm-hmm. just be any a variety of things that you actually like okay good okay so social media is one of the top ways to market your business but it's also one of the hardest to get seen on if you don't have a huge following this leads a lot of new entrepreneurs to buy followers insights and even bot comments to get that look what do you think about this um i think it's all a part of being fraudulent like you know, some people are dying to be seen and dying to be popular, mm-hmm. which has never been my thing. So it's going to take me a lot longer than that desperate person. Right. So, yeah, it's all about a bit, you know, almost like clout chasing, you know, kind of like trying to be within this in crowd without trying to make your own presence known. You know, a lot of people really don't want to do that. So it's good that you said that because we we always we always talk about business and talking about you know uh, organic growth and things like that, and we know that it's hard. But I've seen your likes, comments, and followers grow. Um, for brand new entrepreneurs or anyone who is trying to grow their social their social media organically, what are some tips that you can give them that you tried? Um. It's funny because most of my followers are actually people that know me, majority mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. They may not necessarily be friends, but they actually know me. Okay. So I think that um, it goes both ways. Like when people are commenting and commenting on your, your posts and things like that, you should always show love right back to them. Like you should never feel like too high and mighty that you are too busy that you can't show love to someone else so that's to me you you give what you get like Mm -hmm. i always show love to the people that i know on their page and things like that and not for anything in return just simply because that's just what i that's just a part of who i am right and i love your instagram it's curated but it's also a mixture of your products your own inspirational quotes and you know i know it's important for us to stay authentic to your own aesthetic you know while you you know without following popular trends so with that being said what makes you want to always come up with your own inspirational slogan versus reposting what this person said what that person said or you know just posting someone's else uh words is that the writer in you you think or what you know 
Uh, it depends on who you're asking whether or not it's the right angle. For me, mm-hmm. I just feel like originality means so much more. Like, I'm not really into reposting because mm-hmm. a lot of the the messages and the slogans that people repost, they just, a lot of them are nonsense to me. Like, they really have no real meaning. Mm-hmm. So, with my inspiration messages, I mean, they're really from the heart. It's really how I feel. Right. And I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. So, um, you are like your own brand, your own walking billboard. Uh, most of your social media, it's pictures of you or, like I said, your inspirational quotes. Um, now, right now, it's like this big craze with influencers and brand ambassadors. These are people who are commissioned to be the face of brands or scent products to wear on social media for their large following. Meanwhile, the designer is hoping that this pick will get them sales. And it may or may not. You know, it's no guarantee when you do things like that. It's all a gamble. Right. Um, but you are your own brand ambassador, which I love. Um, because we get to see your personal style. Um, also, we get ideas on how to style your pieces that we purchase from you, you know, because we kind of see how you wear it. Even if we're having, we don't know like how we should hook it up or, you know, we can get ideas from you. Right. So was that like, what was your main reason for not trying to use an influencer so far? Um, So far, I haven't ran across anyone that I could say that I would trust, like, the internet has so many fraudulent, scammy people. Like, I don't really, I, I just don't buy into a lot of the things that people are saying. Mm-hmm. So even if that's something that I decided to do down the line, mm-hmm. I, I'm just, you know, I'm so unsure about it because it's just too many scam artists out here. Right. So you're you're definitely not opposed to, in the future, maybe working with an influencer or a brand, or a brand ambassador down the line. Uh- Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. That's good. That's good. And you mentioned about your book. So let's talk about superb customer service and packing 101 for new e-commerce businesses. What was the motivation behind you writing this book? Well, my, my motivation primarily was like many years ago when I first started shopping online, which has been many years ago, as I said, um, I noticed that when shopping from high-end brands, my money felt more appreciated due to the way that they packaged the merchandise that I ordered. Mm-hmm. Like, it made me feel so happy, like, getting a um, package from Gucci or Louis Vuitton or, you know, like, big department stores, um, even if it wasn't from Gucci or Louis Vuitton, like Neiman Marcus or Bloomingdale's, Saks Fifth Avenue, the way that they they put so much effort into packaging the merchandise, it just made me feel so good. And then I noticed that when I started shopping, you know, from small businesses, um, I'll say maybe 20% of them, you know, put a lot of energy into the way the presentation of the packaging, you know, mm-hmm. they, they put a lot of emphasis in it they put a lot of energy into it a lot of effort into it to make you feel like you're getting something so supreme even if it's on a budget so I felt obligated to write the book 
you know, just to let people know that everything can't be about money. You have to spend a little bit more mm -hmm. and put a little bit more into your packaging to make your customer feel like their money is appreciated because without the customer, you have no business. Right, exactly, exactly. And I know, you know, I know that you shop, being as though I know you personally, I know that you shop with, you've been shopping with, you know, a lot of small businesses. You know, you always wanted to support small businesses and Black-owned businesses at that. So, with that being said, do you think that, has this has that been a factor to you writing this book? Because some of the things that you have received or seen or just the back and forth and communication with these businesses kind of made you want to share this message. Because maybe you can help them, you know, without directly saying it to them. Correct. Yeah, that was one of the driving forces also for me to write my book because I noticed, you know, shopping from a lot of small black businesses, mm -hmm. the customer service, not with all, and you know, I'm definitely not saying right. all, but customer service, it really sucked. Right. Presentation of the merchandise packaging really sucked to me. Mm -hmm. The communication really sucked to me so it basically made me think that a lot of these small businesses they're they're putting it in your face that is all about money to them they're like that's all they're worrying about is the money and it can't be for those reasons you have to really put a lot of effort and you know into your packaging of course we want quality merchandise as well but you want your customer like i said before to know that they are appreciated Right, right. Especially if they're spending their money with you because there's so many other businesses out there that they could probably shop from, you know? So by them choosing to shop with you and to support you, it's like you want this, they should want to give you this supreme service, you know, or superb service, as you would say, because it's harder, you know? It's harder to make their money and get support versus a big box store like Zara or, you know, the stores that we like. So, that's like very important um now by your business being an e-commerce business do you think that you may will want to do like a brick and mortar down the line do you see that or you think that um the wave is basically going towards the you know e-commerce the internet like soon it's probably it'll probably be no brick and mortar stores um i would never say never but mm -hmm. I definitely am all for e-commerce. I, I guess mainly because I'm such a such a lover for internet shopping. I just mm -hmm. think it's just amazing. So mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. Okay. For all the aspiring entrepreneurs who are trying to get into this journey, but they don't really know how to do it, can you give two valuable lessons or tips that can help them along the way on the journey? Well, for one, I would say do extensive research. Mm -hmm. um, don't always listen to what other people tell you. Do extensive research. That's number one. Number two, I would say purchase my ebook, Superb Customer Service and Packaging 101 for new e-commerce businesses. Right. You know, 
it guides you, you know, once you've started your business or if you're anticipating on starting a business, you know, for key factors and things to really look out for and, you know, the direction to kind of move into. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's two, but I will say one more. I would just say, like, buy business books. Right. So basically do your research and, you know, don't just jump out here and think that you're going to... Um, kind of get it like a fly by night thing like you really have to do extensive research really put your you know your time and energy into it correct basically and you know like me you always talk all the time about you know how about starting a business how a lot of times people think you need like a lot of money um to start a business now you make your own t-shirts you bought the software and you you know do them yourself and package everything yourself so do you think that that's a cost effective way for somebody just starting off versus trying to get like another company to print the pack to print their t-shirts well a few years ago i had done like a little trial base where i had um a few t-shirts printed up from a big company Mm -hmm. and i noticed that the quality of the t-shirt wasn't necessarily everything that i was looking for um it was particularly screen printing i believe Mm -hmm. um and i noticed you know it was just okay it was kind of expensive it was really expensive you know just for the few t-shirts that i had got so i noticed that if i was trying to do that like constantly in bulk orders it would be very very expensive but the way that i do my brand t-shirts i feel like you have to be computer savvy that's number one you have to be computer savvy you have to understand graphics and things like that because i create my own slogans you know i i do all of that on my software i print them out i weed them out you know i do all of this myself which is time consuming so that's where it comes in it comes in play if it's a passion of yours Mm -hmm. or are you doing it just for money again because it's a passion of mine yep and and a lot of times you know we always talk about like if if it's not in your passion when it gets hard you know you're not gonna stick with it so that that goes back to you know stop doing things for money stop doing things just because everyone else is doing it as well Right. You know, so, um, okay, so one question that I have is, I've been doing, well, it's not really a question, but I've been doing this seven-day uh, devotional on identity, and it's basically about knowing your identity in Christ. Each day, um, the devotional gives you an I am statement. So um, I believe when you're in the building stages or the trenches, as some people might call it, of your business, it's important to know who you are in Christ, to know who he says you are, to keep, you know, to be encouraged throughout anything. So what is God speaking to you about your identity? Um, Basically, I get just encouragement just from praying because I've always been a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. So I feel like... um, you'll get signs, you know, you'll, you'll feel signs and you'll get signs, you know, to just keep pushing and keep going and like not to give up on whatever it is that you're trying to do. Like don't forceful for it. Mm -hmm. But when it's something that's natural, Mm -hmm. you'll you'll get the signs that's going to tell you or drive you to keep going. Right. Right. 
So it's not going to be forced, basically. Yeah. All um, right. And do you think that this is your purpose? Like, do you think that, you know, having your own business, um, being a writer, an author, you know, a blogger, basically, because to me, I would say, you know, you're kind of almost like being a mogul in the making because you're coming up with different businesses, right? Because we know that we have to have different streams of income to survive when you're trying to be an entrepreneur. So do you think that this is your purpose or this could be something that's leading you to your purpose? Um, I feel like this definitely could be my purpose because I've, like I said, I've always been so attached to words. Like mm-hmm. at my previous career, you know, I felt like I was under attack each and every day. So I carried around the policy for the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. I carried around a dictionary. I carried around a thesaurus each and every day. It was like I was ready. Like if I was almost at war every day so far as just being verbally attacked and the way that I retaliate is with words and writing. So, you know, I would use my strength and my talent because mm-hmm. writing is definitely one of my talents to get revenge, you know, when I was at work. So I know, you know, even though it's kind of like on a little different path, but with me coming up with slogans for my t-shirts and everything like that and my jackets, it all has our true meaning behind them. So, so far as this being my purpose, I really believe so because I'm I'm so just attracted to words. I love them. Right. So that's almost like your ministry, like writing, you know, writing is your ministry because you still do it in your business now with, um, you know, your different inspirational quotes and stuff like that that you put on Instagram. So that's, you know, writing. Everybody has a different ministry or passion, you know, almost the same thing. So... Right. Now, you just said, you know, how, like, you felt like you was attacked at work. So, now, do you feel at peace, like, because of the fact that you're, you're out that, you know, out that industry and you get to do your own thing and be your own boss and, you know, make your own rules? Um, I am totally at peace. Like, I've never felt so good in my life, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Just not having the pressure of, you know, just the everyday hustle bustle of, just being somewhere and being chastised for each and every little thing that they think you're doing wrong. And a lot of, you know, just, I, I just dealt with a lot of people who felt as though I thought I was smarter than them. Mm-hmm. So I, that's, that's where it comes from me feeling like I was being attacked. Um, of course I'm not the smartest person, but when it comes to something that I really believe in, I'm going to do research about it. I'm going to study it. So I was always ready. And, and, you know, that's kind of like, I don't know if that's really a great way to feel every day, like always ready for drama. Like I'm, I'm not ever going to bring it. I'm not ever going to start it, but I'm going to be ready for it when it comes. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot. It was a lot of pressure on my mind. So right now, I mean, I feel totally at peace. Like I've never felt so free in my life. Yeah. And, and that's good. That's like positive because no one wants to go to work when they always have to feel like they have to stay ready, you know, because that's like, that's almost putting like negative energy into your spirit every day. You know, you want to be at peace and everything calm. So that's, you know, that's good. And, and it's always good to be in a common place and a common state when you're trying to create. Because we know you can't create things around negativity, around chaos. So, you know, that's always good. 
So I just have one last question, um, and this is the Thrive question. So give me a word or phrase that comes to mind when I give you three words. You ready? Okay. All right. So the first word is culture. A way of life. Okay. Cool. I like that. All right. Kingdom. Spiritual community. Okay. Entrepreneurship. In control of your own life, being free. Hmm. And that's crazy that you just kind of said that because the message of the week comes from the identity devotional that I've been reading. Um, and it says, Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. And it's crazy that you said that because Christ wanted us to live a free life, you know, and that's what you're feeling now. That's what you feel like you're doing and you're living in that space now. So thank you for being a part of the show. Um, tell the listeners where they can find you, how to support and how to support you and any upcoming projects you may have coming up. Well, I can be found on IG at iSplurge LLC underscore um, for daily, or should I say weekly motivation. <laughs> my, click the link in my bio, which is shopisplurge.com and you can click on blog. I blog three times a week, just different stories and messages behind the slogans that I use on my my clothing for my brand. Mm-hmm. And um, and I ask for people to leave their comments and opinions and things like that. So I'm building that as we speak. And again, shopbysparge.com is my website. If you want to purchase my ebook, it can be found on my website as well as Amazon and it. Again, is superb customer service and packaging 101 for new e-commerce businesses. Okay. And I'll leave the links to all of this anyway in the show notes. So I'll leave the link to your um, all your social media handles and also the website, which has your blog attached and your book. So just in case, everything will be there, clickable links. Okay. All right. So thanks again, guys, for listening. Please don't forget to follow us on IG at Culture Kingdom Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and share this episode. Until next week, stay blessed and stay encouraged.